Welcome to Heartache Health and Healing, the podcast for those that are ready to move forward from heartache into healing in a healthy way. I'm your host, Brenda Munt, a personal trainer, health and wellness coach, and a grief recovery method specialist. I'll be sharing tips and nuggets that I've learned on my continuous journey. But please know that this podcast is for educational purposes only and is not a replacement for therapy or counseling. I suggest you seek out help of a trained professional for help with your specific situation. Welcome back to the show, everybody. So today's episode is going to be about signs that your grieving is incomplete. But first off, I want to do a quick disclaimer that the information that I'm going to be sharing with you are things that I've read and are my thoughts and my opinions. So I'm not a counselor, a therapist, a psychologist. I am a grief recovery method specialist. And I too am continuing to learn things through my journey here. And I just want to be an avenue of being able to share that information with you. So to name some of the things to kind of give you an idea if your grieving is incomplete. So the first one is being stuck in an emotional rewind. So that emotional rewind is when you get yourself stuck in the time before or of the loss. So the sorrow over loss is completely normal, but being stuck or refusing to move forward in life with the acceptance of the loss indicates incomplete grieving. So living in a world of what ifs or if only, or hanging on to the, I'm not going to have anymore. The second one is increased irritability. So like Dr. Daniel Amos says, he's like, if you hide from it, it's going to come out in other ways. Because anger is a secondary emotion. You know, we might find ourselves getting angry and irritated over things that never bothered us before. But when you catch yourself getting angry over something you normally wouldn't, ask yourself, is this anger hiding a different emotion from me? The third one is, is always expecting the worst. Staying in a state of fear that everything you love is in danger. So staying in that state of fear means that you haven't dealt with specific circumstances of the loss you have gone through. It can act as a defense mechanism trying to keep you safe, but it's also keeping you from exploring and accepting what you are truly feeling. The fourth one is, is adopting self-harming behaviors. You know, things such as excessive drinking, engaging in risky behaviors without thinking it through. Um, It could be uh, gambling that you've never done before. uh, Excessive shopping, becoming a shopaholic. And that could be self-harming because you you could like really dig yourself deep into debt. But this is, you know, this is another, if you hide from it, it comes out in other ways. You know, part of that self-harming behavior. And then the last one is feeling numb to the loss, which is a sign that grief is, that grieving is being avoided. Avoiding it is not going to make that pain or anger go away. So, but know that grief is complicated and it certainly isn't linear. 
And I know I have related, I definitely have related to a few of these, but I knew I needed to do something when I got in a dark place because I was being consumed by how my world was turned upside down and felt so, so much pain when my husband passed away. It just felt like somebody reached inside of my chest and just literally ripped my heart out. But when I went through the grief recovery method program, I'm not going to lie. It was emotionally hard. I had to be completely honest with myself and how I felt. Opened up some old wounds in the process, which wasn't pleasant, but it was necessary. But you know what, though? I went into that program feeling so, so heavy. I felt like I had a boulder in my backpack. But when I completed that program, the best way I could describe it is I felt so much lighter. I mean, I literally even had somebody in my group even commented how much better I looked. <laughs> so what does that tell you? You know, maybe others have a better poker face than me, but I was never one that was able to hide my feelings very well. <laughs> so experiencing this myself, I can't stress enough to be honest with yourself and how you are doing. And it's okay to not be strong all the time. Cause oftentimes we have people telling us, you know, like, Oh, be strong, be strong. It'll be fine. Be strong, stay strong. And while that's all true to a point, but I also want you to know that it's okay to cry and it is okay to be pissed off and it is okay to not be okay. But the thing is though, we don't want to stay there all the time though. So we can have our little pity party of one. And it's by all means, it is certainly fine to do that, but you just, you don't want to stay stuck there. And what can I say? Grief freaking sucks. It sucks, but it's part of life though. We're, we've all gone through it at some levels, even since we were kids and a lot of it, we don't even realize. We, I mean, we were grieving since we were children by losing a pet, um, not getting a place in the, not getting our spot in the school play or not making the baseball team or whatever. Those little things, whether you realize it or not, when you were a child, those are all things that you grieved over. So, but if you are ready to handle your grief in a healthy way, please reach out to me. I would love to chat with you more about the grief recovery method program. And I don't mean to sound like a broken record about this, but I just truly do believe in the program. And I, I so, so badly want to be able to help other people through the grieving process because I can relate to what it feels like because I've been there. And, but it, it's still, it's an ongoing journey. Just, I mean, don't think that once you go through the grief recovery method program or any, any program for that matter, that you're just going to be all healed. The life is going to be good. It's an everyday thing. It's something that you have to work towards every day. And knowing that each day you have a choice. You can either stay where you're at or you can get yourself in a mindset 
and start working, doing that things to be able to move yourself forward. So life is short, life is precious. And just know you don't need to be on this journey alone. So with that, I'm going to end this shorty episode. Just know that I am on heart with ears and I'm here for you. And I would love for you to share this episode with anybody that you feel that needs to hear it. So until next time, enjoy life to the best of your ability and know that I'm here for you and we'll talk later. Have a great day. Thank you for listening, everybody. If you're enjoying my podcast, I'd love it if you'd follow, leave a five-star review or subscribe. And by all means, please share with anyone you think would enjoy my podcast.